This is a CNA podcast. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. It's Health Matters, taking a look at a top story that was in the news. Many of you are clicking on it and learning more about it as during the week, uh, we heard that the Health Sciences Authority rebutted the findings of a Swiss study. The Swiss study, I mean, if you read it, just cursory, uh, a cursory reading of it, you would think it seems to mean that something called heart injuries could occur for people who received a COVID mRNA vaccine booster. Now, let's take a look at the study itself, which was published in the European Journal of Heart Failure. Small number of participants, 777, and basically the study found that, or claims that 22 out of that 777 participants had what they called heart injuries. And how they define heart injury is they linked it to raised levels of troponin, which is a type of protein found in the muscles of the heart. But hang on a second. I've been talking to you guys for, what, 16, 17 years on health matters, and I don't think I've ever used the term heart injury and, and I know many of you are thinking, like, what is this? What does it mean? Does it mean heart attack? Is this myocarditis? And also, what's troponin about? We've hardly ever talked about it on this show as well. So to bring some clarity to what this really means, I've invited back onto the show Assistant Professor Lin Wei Chin, Clinical Director, Heart Failure and Cardiomyopathy Program, and Senior Consultant from the Department of Cardiology, National University Heart Centre, Singapore. He and I were talking about myocarditis not too long ago, so it's good to have you back. Thanks, Doc, for being back. Thanks for having me back, Daniel. So, big question. What's troponin? Okay, troponin belongs to this uh, uh, group of uh, proteins that we call biomarkers that we use in um, clinical practice. Mm. So biomarkers are basically substances that we can measure, usually in the blood, sometimes in other body fluids, that can tell us the state of health or uh, disease in a person. So as you rightly said, troponin is a protein that all of us have in our heart muscles. In the normal heart muscle, the troponin proteins are in the muscles doing their function. But in um, situations where the heart muscles uh, start to break down, for example, following a heart attack, then when the heart muscles break down and die, the troponin gets released into the bloodstream. So these troponin proteins can be picked up on um, blood tests. If we run the assay for troponin, we can measure how much troponin is floating around in the blood. In a normal person, the troponin level should be very, very low because mm. all the troponin should be in the heart muscles. But of course, in the, city, uh, in the setting of a heart injury, such as um, you know, suddenly you have a heart attack, the muscles start dying off. Or if you have an uh, inflammation of the heart, such as myocarditis, then your muscles will also die off and release troponin into the blood. And we can detect it on, in our very sensitive assays uh, nowadays. Mm, okay, so... Is it in and of itself an indicator of something? The study seems to say that, you know, if you've got raised troponin levels, maybe there's a bit of myocarditis happening. Um, usually when we look at someone with a serious heart condition, such as a heart attack, you know, myocardial infarction, meaning blockage of the heart blood vessels, or in someone with a um, very bad inflammation of the heart muscles, the troponin levels are extremely, extremely high. Using our modern-day assays, we can we are talking about troponin levels of 10 to 20,000, 100,000 even. So that's a very, very high level of troponin indicating a big uh, area of heart muscle death or damage. In, um, in the study, I actually read through the study that level of troponin elevation was just mildly above what is accepted to be normal. So what that really means, um, we are not so sure. The researchers or the um, authors call it heart injury, but that is a very vague term. What it really means, um, you know, is up for debate. Okay, I want to talk about that. But the point is, 
many things can raise troponin levels, right? Exactly. So um, we we know that patients who go for a marathon, um, no, people who go for a marathon, healthy people, they run a marathon, put a big stress on their heart, have very high heart rates during the marathon run. I'm sure if we check their troponin levels, it will be elevated. Is that really what um, the Swiss researchers call heart injury? Well, if you think about it, it's a stress on the heart, the marathon run. So does that constitute a dangerous disease state? I personally uh, don't think so. Yeah. What is the term heart injuries? Like I said, I've been doing this show for so long. Yeah. I don't think I've specifically used that terminology. So usually diseases, are we, we diagnose diseases using uh, uh, con, uh, constellations of signs, symptoms and uh, uh, blood tests, investigations. For example, in heart attack, we have chest pain, we have abnormal ECG findings, and we have elevation of troponin. So we see all this together, we call it a heart attack. Mm. Or in a situation where we have uh, myocarditis, we have very high troponins, patient has chest pain, they have um, uh, 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 breathlessness, and we do some imaging study on them, we see weakness of the heart. We put everything together, we can call that myocarditis. On its own, a mild elevation of troponin, it is you know, up for debate what it exactly means. Nobody has um, any real definition for that. So calling it heart injury, sometimes we, we, we you know, uh, don't know what to label it. Yeah. Call it something vague like heart injury or troponin leak. These are very vague terms and it basically means we can't put it, put my, my finger on it. We don't really know what it means and uh, it's just an observation, I would say. Has it been used in relation to myocarditis? Um, myocarditis, as I said, it's, uh, it's more than just isolated small level of troponin elevation. Usually the troponin elevation is uh, very high and there must be some, uh, for example, ECG changes or cardiac imaging changes or the patient must have some symptoms. Everything we put together, we call it myocarditis. The, the researchers actually made a statement in that study saying that none of the patients were diagnosed with definite myocarditis. So this small elevation of troponin didn't you know, qualify as myocarditis, but they had to put a label to it and they decided to label it a little bit you know, um, in a controversial manner, heart injury. Is it really a true injury, like an insult to the heart, or is it a stress response? I, I think it's up for debate. So bottom line. Repeat because this is a bit of a repetition because Dr. Lin was here a while ago and we did talk about myocarditis and yes. its relationship to the COVID vaccine. This is again a small study and it's 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 building on the fact of that very small potential risk of developing myocarditis following a COVID 19 mRNA vaccination. What do we know about that relationship between COVID 19 mRNA vaccination and myocarditis incidents? So what a vaccine does is to induce an immune response in the body. And this immune response sometimes can go a little bit out of hand. And some, in some patients with very robust immune uh, systems, they have an overwhelming response that causes inflammation of the heart muscles. And that is what we usually know as uh, vaccine-related myocarditis. The incidence is extremely low, actually. In fact, um, the Ministry of Health, I think a few months ago, put out some figures. It was um, mentioned in Parliament. The rate of myocarditis or the incidence of myocarditis following a vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine, is about one per 100,000 vaccines. So 
they said that 17 million vaccines have been given in Singapore and the total reported myocarditis cases about 170. So if you look at it, it's really about one in a, uh, in, in a hundred thousand. In COVID patients, the risk of myocarditis is generally thought to be at least 10 times higher. So, well, vaccine, it has some risk, but the, if you are not vaccinated, you get severe COVID, the risk of myocarditis, in fact, is, uh, is much higher. So there is a link, but if you are looking at one in 100,000 and you are looking at a study of only 700 patients, maybe you can't even get one myocarditis case in, in that small cohort. Yeah. Was there some link to the idea of age and gender, young men specifically? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we, we see that in clinical practice as well. Usually, um, young men, uh, teens or 30-year-old men, they, uh, men they, they get their second dose of vaccine and within the first few days, uh, first week, they start getting some symptoms of, for example, palpitation, chest discomfort, shortness of breath, and we check their enzyme levels, you know, troponin levels, and it's really, really high. And those are the classical cases of myocarditis. We see more in young men than women. In the study, you know, it's, it's a bit strange. They reported higher levels of troponin in women. So it's a bit discordant from what we see in the clinical practice. What do you think is the key takeaway from this? I mean, the HSA has come out mm -hmm. to, to really dispute these findings, saying that, you know, this was really in happening in a very small percentage and that troponin in and of itself as a definition of categorization of heart injury, you know, that's challenging as well. What is the, for us, the average person, because we just read the headline and we don't, you know, maybe like, oh, reinforce certain things. What, what would you think is the key takeaway for you? I, I thought the, the use of, um, you know, uh, heart injury might be a little bit alarming and, and slightly misleading mm. because we are not even sure what this low level of troponin, what it really means. In fact, in the study, if you look carefully, it mentioned that none of the patients with elevated troponin had any major you know, uh, illness on their follow-up. So, so they had this mild troponin elevation and, and they are well after that. Yeah. So what it really means, um, nobody knows. Of course, it's an observation and we should take it as, uh, as what it is in an observation. We observed that after uh, vaccine in 700 people, slight um, elevation of troponin was observed in 22 people. That's all that it's saying. We are not saying that we are using uh, vaccine and we are, we are causing um, major cardiac issues in vaccinated uh, people. So, so it's an observation and I think we should just take it as that. And I also think that some, for so many people, COVID is in the rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, yes, and the percentile risk of developing heart-related complications through a contraction of COVID is actually higher than the risk of myocarditis, isn't it? Exactly, it's about ten times, at least ten times higher to get uh, myocarditis from COVID mm -hmm. rather than myocarditis from vaccination. Right. So, so it's um, yes. so if you were to get COVID, you'd be in a higher risk profile in a way. Right, 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 and we know that. Um, vaccine, they, it protects you against severe COVID. So I, I believe that there is some protection against myocarditis uh, if you get COVID as well. I'm so glad you could come in and clear this up for us, Professor Lin. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. My guest on the program today, Assistant Professor Lin Wei Chin, Clinical Director, Heart Failure and Cardiomyopathy Program and Senior Consultant from the Department of Cardiology at the National University Heart Centre, Singapore. I'm Daniel Martin. This has been Health Matters. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.